I've been warned that this is a terrible idea by at least four people. It's really a wonder that we managed to pull this off. But we are currently live with anywhere from 240 to zero people, uh, depending on how many people have dropped off. <laughs> <laughs> Don't watch the numbers, Matt. Your ego can't take it. Oh, dear. Yeah, it's going gonna, it's gonna to be brutal. Just watching, just when we, when we actually start getting into it, how many people drop off. Yeah, so, so people uh, are, are listening to us live, which is not a sensation that any of us enjoy. But it's very interesting because we can see the uh, all-hands chat which we have along our normal calls. And, and it's all kind of happening along the bottom, which is going to be incredibly off-putting and uh, <laughs> also incredibly fun when we come to doing other things. I feel like we've been training for this moment for kind of the past 50 shows, really. We, that's it. We are on our 50th episode. No, because I just say whatever I want and trust that you will take it out. So no, I've not been training for this. <laughs> and I'm terrified to speak at all. It's fine. We, we have the tools now. I have live bleeping. Uh, which is which is great. Does it work? I mean, give it a shot. No, I'm no. You just push the button. You're not you're not going to trap me right out the gate. Just give it a shot. Give what a shot? What do you want me to say something I shouldn't say? Yeah. No, I'm not falling for that. Let's get Sarah back on. She needs to do some swearing. <laughs> I'm not oh sure my, if you're being oh Oh, it works. Good point, Sarah. I like that. Yeah, oh, it works. There we go. We had Sarah on and it worked. The automatic bleeper. There we go. Excellent. That's fantastic. It's not as good as your mouth horn, but it's it's good. Last week's was even better, but that's okay. So again, like, why are we doing th- why this episode? What is special about this one? It's our fiftieth show. No, it's not. We have been doing this for at least sixty hours. That's what that means. That's a long time. At least sixty hours of recording to make fifty shows. It's not long enough, if you ask me. I could listen to you. All day, Matt. Our very short podcast careers have been leading up to this moment, really. It's amazing. It's great. I mean, my short career has been leading up to this point, I feel. <laughs> it's weird because I feel like this is sort of the first time when the people above us in the org chart realize what it is that we're doing. And this is probably one of our last episodes. <laughs> I think I think 50 is enough. I think we've done it. We've got to 50. <laughs> 50. We did it, everybody. We peaked. That's it. Ladies and gentlemen, we got them. With that, I think we can roll into some Watchtower Weekly. Let's do it. Are you ready? So, Matt, your old scootering buddy had some something to say on the Twitters. You want to you wanna talk about this a little bit here? I hate that that's what we're now known by. <laughs> <laughs> Just you and Troy Hunt riding scooters out in Scandinavia. I'm, I'm going to take a wild stab in the dark that uh, Shiner perhaps with his busy life doesn't listen to the podcast. So this is the first time that he's finding out that we've made that public, <laughs> that we went scootering in Norway <laughs> with Troy Hunt. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so yeah, Troy has been working overtime apparently with the uh, absolute flood that our the new data breaches. So we did a bit of digging and kind of found out all the sheer numbers of data breaches that have happened really since the last show in the last two weeks. It's been massive. You know, we can cover a couple of them here. And this is not like these haven't all happened since the last show. Like this is these have all just come to light since the last show, correct? Yes. Okay, good. I was going to say otherwise, like 2020 is even worse than I thought. <laughs> uh, so these are things like promo.com, Avon Cosmetics, Dunzo, Dave, uh, over 30 UK charities. And these, these were all sort of under the umbrella of the Blackboard cyber attack, which Blackbot is one of the largest providers of fundraising, financial management, and supporter of management software to the UK charity sector, which, like, can we just say that that's 
one of the worst things that you could do is to go after like a charity organization as as a nefarious individual. Like, how low are your standards that this is this is who you choose to pick on? Yeah, the the incident has actually kind of cascaded down to heaps of other customers who have now had to do breach disclosures of their own. It's really just affected a massive amount of charities and, and similar. That this blackboard is the provider of data, so they were really trusted with your data with kind of out you knowing, uh, which is al- almost worse. Interesting. So BlackBot is like the data warehouse that backs, if you go and make a donation on a particular charity site, it is most likely handled on the back end by by this service instead. Yeah, yeah. So anything from credit card to login information, anything like that. And this has always happened with a third party. So I always thought when we did this live, there would be lots of helpful comments running in the in the thread as we do this live. No, they're still talking about scooters. <laughs> <laughs> so tell us more about the scooters, man. No, please. Can we just can we stay on topic? <laughs> we don't have the luxury of editing out all of our inane banter. Like we need to stay on topic. Anna, tell us about promo.com. Like let's let's keep it going here. Promo.com. So this is the video creation platform and they confirmed a data breach after bad actors posted a database containing 22 million user records on a hacking forum. So that's a pretty big one. Do you have Avon Cosmetics over there in the UK? We do, yeah. Yeah, the the people who come to your door. Yes, exactly. I don't know whether they come to your door anymore. But yeah, I, I think, you know, the fact that all of these kind of got swept up into uh, news of the week and it, and it hasn't really been covered just shows how many there yeah, are. for sure. Uh, seven gigs of personal data and technical information from an unsecured server. An unsecured server. Names, phone numbers, dates of birth, email and home address. I mean, Avon Cosmetics doesn't exactly strike me as, the, as a hotbed of, uh, of secure practices. So I guess I'm not necessarily surprised. But yeah, the server, which lacked basic security measures, was easily accessible by investigators who found a trove of 19 million records, including personal information of employees and website technical data. The unprotected server contained API logs for both web and mobile, and the mobile website meaning that all production server information along with sign-in and refresh OAuth tokens were exposed. I mean, this is just, this is bananas. This is all over the place. A whole bunch of bad stuff happening over at Avon. What is Dunzo? It's a, uh, a hyper-local delivery startup. I'm, I'm not really sure what hyperlocal means these days. Could it be any more buzzworthy? Like, can we dial that back a little bit? Yeah. Uh, they, they claim that no payment information, like credit card numbers, were actually compromised uh, in their data store, um, as it doesn't store this in their servers. But it, it does contain other things like passwords and, and, and that. Huh. All right. And then what's Dave, besides one of the founders of this company? <laughs> what's a Dave, everybody? I believe they are actually a, a, a finance app. So this one's a, a bit worse. Uh, it's a cash in advance service uh, and an overdraft protection. So one of my favorite things about this was when Troy was kind of summarizing all the data breaches, is he retweeted someone that said, Troy, if you stopped publishing data breaches, they'd stop making them, <laughs> which uh, I laughed at. You know, the more testing we do, the more cases we have so we've got to we just if we just slow down the testing we'll have fewer cases <laughs> oh dear that's a slippery slope Bad example but <laughs> let's let's should, let's should we go on there's a story from wired that we should get into this time <laughs> moving on oh yeah <laughs> uh this one actually really bothers the heck out of me uh hackers broke into real news sites to plant fake news stories a disinfo operation broke into the content management systems of eastern european 
media outlets in a campaign to spread misinformation about NATO. This campaign takes fake news ops to yet another level, hacking legitimate news sites to plant fake stories, then hurriedly amplifying them on social media before they're taken down. Yeah, this is this is pretty terrible. Sorry, I am. I, I was distracted. Then. <laughs> Matt is getting distracted by the channel. I, I thought it would be interesting to share the link that we're talking about with the uh, with the people listening. You know who's being helpful in the chat is is Mr. Goldberg. He's actually giving real information here. It's it's fantastic. <laughs> Let's get him back on the show. I mean, that's great. Why don't you highlight the information but then not share it? <laughs> Benji says we need more canned laughter. No, that's what's ruined friends. Are we funny enough for canned laughter? No. <laughs> Don't, don't do that. So security firm FireEye has re- released a report on a disinformation focus group. It's called in Ghostwriter. Why do all hacking groups have cool names? That hacking campaign and targeted media sites from Poland to Lithuania uh, has spread false stories about US military aggression, NATO soldiers spreading coronavirus, NATO planning a full-on invasion of Belarus and, and all kinds of other stuff. They've posted fake content on everything from social media to Russian websites and and all this kind of stuff. They've taken a really kind of bold tactic with hacking content management systems of real news websites to to post their own stories. The thing that's most nefarious about this is they only need to sort of reach people once. It's not like people are going to go back and necessarily read the story again. Like, you know, if this thing spreads around on, on social media quickly it very quickly becomes quote unquote truth it's like well i read it on the news right of course this is this is a real thing and then it's even if you hear later that it was fake your brain has sort of already accepted the truth of it and it sort of changes the lens through which you look at something like nato or or something else right like oh i remember one time that they were going to invade belarus i read this and i was instantly worried about every new site that i visit because they are just CMSs, right? They are vulnerable yeah. to the point of everything else. I mean, how many times have we seen, you know, WordPress compromised and through random plugins that people install and all, all this kind of stuff? Uh, Anna, who is this quote at the end of the at the end of the? This is the director of intelligence at FireEye. Yeah, they said uh, my concern is that we could see this sort of compromised media tactic in the West and even during the election. It's a perfect sort of last minute tactic. So, oh, there you go, <laughs> the director of intelligence at FireEye. Once <laughs> the genie is out of the bottle can you get it back in can you make enough people understand this is some foreign power that's pushed this story it may be too late and yeah that's almost almost certainly should we should we talk about uh, head crabs for your amazon echo because i liked this one quite a bit what did you call it head crabs you know from head crabs uh, does not sound like something i want from half-life the video game right like here i'm just gonna oh okay yes thank you ben half-life look at all these people that are yelling (laughs) half-life they know what's up i'm gonna i'm gonna put the link in here this thing because it's got like little head crabby thing whatever it's just getting to it (laughs) so it's basically a, a plastic device that sits over the top of your amazon echo and uses ultrasonic jamming to jam echoes always on microphone. And and then what they use... So the device features seven individual ultrasonic speakers that are arranged to jam the speakers on the Amazon Echo by overwhelming them with sound so they can't hear anything else. A flippable plastic interface allows the Alexa... Alexa Gate? Oh, that's the name of this thing. It's the name of it, yes. Yeah, terrible. Uh, To fit seamlessly on your Amazon Echo... If you do want to use your smart speaker, it's got a clapper, so you can clap. God, I love this. <laughs> it's so good. So you, you clap, and then you say, hey, Alexa, to get a response from the Amazon smart speaker. Clap on, clap off, the clapper. I mean, you might turn the lights on and off at the same time, right? I, I think I, I'm going to turn this into like a... 
like one of those. Gosh, I should get a clapper. I bet they still sell them somewhere. <laughs> I bet they do. But how many, like walking into your own house and clapping is a bit odd, isn't it? Nope. It's, it's no less odd than saying, hey, Alexa, start the toaster. You know? Someone, uh, well, Oliver said, let's hope Amazon doesn't secretly own that company. I mean, that, that would be brilliant. Oh, dear. <laughs> <laughs> oh, someone just said their Alexa turned on. Sorry, Alexa. Uh, I knew I'd get somebody. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. How about Garmin? Garmin's had kind of a, a rough week. Yeah, so uh, in a press release, uh, which seems to go out of its way to avoid the word ransomware, uh, the wearable tech firm admitted it was the victim of a cyber attack that encrypted some of its systems. Uh, where was this reported, Matt? Uh, Sky News. Anybody else? <laughs> friend of the show, Graham Cluley. Come on, you can't drop an opportunity to say... Friend of the show. Friend of the show, Ken Monroe. <laughs> friend of the show, Ken Monroe. Friend of the show, Graham Cluley. You got you to jump on these opportunities, Matt. Come on. So the company said, as a result of our many online services were interrupted, including website functions, customer service customer-facing applications, and company communications. Uh, we have no indication that any customer data, including payment information or Garmin Pay, was accessed, lost, or stolen. First of all, Garmin Pay is a thing? Who knows? I think that's the most interesting part of this whole story. <laughs> that Garmin is still a thing? <laughs> no, that Garmin Pay is a thing. Oh, okay. If true, that's good news that, that all this stuff, that the, they didn't have a breach of this data, uh, as Garmin's fitness trackers are probably a treasure trove of information for intelligence agencies. Gosh, can you imagine just the, like, the location information alone? Yeah, Ooh. creepy. There is probably a reason why they haven't been asked by journalists if they paid the ransom or not. It has since come to light that they have paid the ransom, uh, and there have rumors that it could be as much as $10 million. Wowza. Yikes. What was the cybercrime group behind this? Do we know? So uh, security sources believe that this uh, virus could be developed by individuals linked to Evil Corp, uh, a cybercrime group based in Russia. I tell you, they all have cool names. <laughs> they probably have great t-shirts, too. The Hacking Naming Committee is on top form. Yeah, getting uh, Mr. Robot vibes. Oh, yeah, look at the chat room lighting up with Mr. Robot. That's great. <laughs> Garmin had initially sought to pay the ransom using a firm which specializes in responding to these incidents. However, this firm responded that it didn't negotiate ransom payments due to the risk of running foul of sanctions. What is Wasted Locker? Oh, man, this is me not, not having read enough of this to know what this stuff is. <laughs> this is the bit. Where Rue reads the oh, show right, right. notes. Come on now. Happens quite a lot. No, it doesn't. I am always well prepared. <laughs> I never just roll out of bed and record the show. That's not how we, that's how we do things. Rolling out of bed and recording the show now. Hands up <laughs> who enjoyed Matt's Michael Caine impression last episode, if anyone listened. Oh, God, it was my favorite. <laughs> it's my absolute favorite. Let's go on with the show. I just, I want that as a ringtone. <laughs> Okay. Every time Matt texts me, it'll just go down. This is the part of the show where I try and move on the show. Ah. So do we think companies should pay ransomware? I mean, there's a question of should it be made illegal? I mean, Jeffrey Goldberg has his hand up like he's going to comment. Come on. No, I think that he was saying he liked Matt's Michael Caine impression. Oh. (laughs) (laughs) So far, two people have liked your Michael Caine impression. Sake. (laughs) Ooh. Mr. Goldberg, it's a social dilemma. It's a social dilemma. Here we go. Gosh, this is so good. I mean, he's right. If you pay the ransom, then it funds these people, right? Yeah. But this did start somehow, and I don't think it would stop by the majority of people not paying. Mm. I, I think what's making it worse is the the fact that there are insurance companies and companies that are making a profit being the middleman and, and all this kind of things. I, I think, you know, those companies that are profiting in the middle, I think that's that's the mm. problem. 
you think the right solution should be better security, really, but instead we're just kind of seeing this boom of ransomware insurance. Exactly. Uh, Jeffrey said that it's in the public interest for no one to pay, but it is actually in the interest of the individual companies to pay, uh, which I think is a great point. Wise words. So, Anna, we had a giveaway. We did have a giveaway. So our most recent giveaway, we asked listeners to suggest a segment to replace real or not real. So this was our our previous closing segment on the show, and it used to frustrate the hell out of Matt and Rue, much to my amusement, really. They spent (laughs) a lot of time trying to figure out if bananas were berries and if we only use 10% of our brains. So we kind of wanted to replace this with something just as silly and fun for the next season. So we're going to go through some suggestions that we really enjoyed. There were tons of really good ones. Our listeners kind of pulled it out the bag again. So let's run through some honourable mentions. I think that the first one is is pretty good, which is just bring back what the phrase. It, it was great. I think that's a, that's a cop out though. I think it had its time. Yeah, yeah, it did. I enjoyed what the phrase quite a bit. I think maybe maybe one day we'll bring it back. Yeah, I, I think so too. I also, uh, Dan on Twitter said, use the password generator, the wordless password generator, and have the crew make that into a full sentence or story. I think that that would be unpublishable very quickly. <laughs> uh, I, th- I think that that would probably go. I think my imagination just goes down a slope very, very quickly with that. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it wouldn't be good. So Jeff on Twitter says, new segment, most secure physical containers, test with fluids and Tupperware, Ziploc, styrofoam, paper bags, wax paper, etc. <laughs> secure your tech, secure your snack. Uh, that one I like quite a bit. That sounds like a, a great Saturday as far as I'm concerned. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Marie condoing your fridge. It's too much work. Like, I can't roll out of bed and, and go and, like, test a Ziploc bag. I have to, you know, there's prep for that. <laughs> also, I do find that you have, like, proper Ziploc bags in the US and Canada. We have really crap ones because I, I think, I don't know, probably a kid got his head stuck in one one day and we've decided that, you know, actually we, we shouldn't have them be able to hold water or something. Mm-hmm. Uh, so mm-hmm. the other one was, uh, I, I sometimes I get a theme song stuck in my head and realize it could be Later with Jules Holland, The Graham Norton Show, or Random but Memorable. There's no way that we belong in the sentence with those other two, just so, just so we're clear. <laughs> I, I mean, yeah, it's a bit odd. Uh, so for the new segment, you, could you play a clip of some upbeat jazzy pop and the panel has to figure <laughs> out if it's a theme song <laughs> and if so, from which show? Well, I mean, that's that's good, but yeah, um, I mean, I get the theme song stuck in my head all the time. All right. So so did we have did we have a winner then? We've we've had some great entries. Did we have a winner? We did. So Ryan on Twitter says how to stage a one password family intervention. Modernize your loved one's password practices with this simple three step plan, which I enjoyed. I assume we would have to come up with a three step plan. Yeah. I mean, we should do this anyway. I mean, I think this is a, a great idea. Yeah, we should do this anyway. Yeah. yeah. Are we going to use it as the new final segment? <laughs> no, no, we're not. Uh, so, what is, <laughs> what is the new final segment that we've come up with? So, I took all of the suggestions and I threw them out and came up with my own. I apologize. We will send out uh, some, some limited edition red t shirts that we're not allowed to ever print again. Oh, fantastic. You can't get them anywhere. You can't get them anywhere. <laughs> so it's all good. And we will send those out to the, the people who we picked. So, yeah, goodbye, real or not real. Hello. Play your passwords right. Oh yeah, key change. Oh, I love this. <laughs> this is so good. Come on. 
It's just under 30 seconds. Play your passwords right. Oh, look at that. I nailed it. That's my radio career right there. Okay, so the, the new format is essentially we show a password, we reveal how many times that has been in a breach, and then we show another and you guess higher or lower. Nice. Okay? So... You know, more times it's been in a breach, or fewer times it's been in a breach. Now we're gonna we're gonna open this up to the chat room, right? Yeah, like this is this is group play here. This is what podcasts were made for, as far as I'm concerned. This, this is a party game, Camille. We just explained the rules. Keep up, come on, <laughs> come on. Okay, right. tight slacks, <laughs> tight, tight slacks. slacks. Yeah, the only thing in Matt's wardrobe. So the password, tight slacks. Tight slacks. It's been in a password breach. It's been in a password breach twice. Yep. So it's there's only two. So the next the next word, it's either been in a a data breach more times or not at all, basically. All right, the word is tinkle. Oh, wait more. Wait, hang right. on. Can I T- tinkle? Just, just just that. Just tinkle. Okay. Definitely wait, more. Can you use it in a sentence, please? <laughs> no, I can't use it in a sentence. All right. So what are we going for? Yeah, it's definitely high. Definitely more. All right. 74 times. 74 Fantastic. times it's been in a day. Next one on the list. Bumfuzzle. Oh, boy. I, I can't use this in a sentence. I don't, I don't know. Listen, I went to the doctor the other day and he told me I had a bad case of bumfuzzle. <laughs> I mean, the people who use these as passwords, honestly. <laughs> So is this, now this is fewer or, or higher than Tinkle, right? So Tinkle was 74, remember? <sighs> I'm going lower. This has been reached fewer times than Tinkle. Less? Fewer? It is less. There we go. Or fewer or whatever. Uh, so the next one is OMG Danny. <laughs> OMG Danny. Excellent. So what was that last one, sorry? Uh, the last one was five. Five times. Five OMG, Danny. OMG, Danny. How many people have had that as their password and been included in a data breach? What do you think? I'm going to go more. More. Or higher. High, higher than five. <laughs> we really need to sort out the verbiage here. Greater than or less than? It is more. It is 15. 15 Woo-hoo! times. Okay. I like it. The next one, rap music. Just the word rap music? Oh, that's got to be Has high. that been included more times than OMG Danny? Yeah, more. Wait, oh, look at, look at, look at the... Look at the <laughs> chat lighting up. Absolutely more. more. It is true. Yes, we have 1,032 times that's been included. That's good. That's uh, good. So the next one is butthead. <laughs> Just the word butt and the word head. No space. Oh my gosh! I tried to post a, a giphy from Butthead, and it immediately scrolled off the screen. I couldn't. I couldn't cancel it. I couldn't send it. I couldn't choose another. The chat room is too fast. Everyone's going more. It's lighting up with more. All right. Oh, another one. We're getting these right. That's uh, yeah. Guess how many times? Forty-three thousand and eighty times. That's a lot. Dang. All right. The next one. Hakuna Matata. Oh, that's through the stratosphere. That's that's got to be way up I there. I mean, everyone loves a bit of so Disney. More more than Butthead, you think? <laughs> oh, oh, no. Hakuna Matata, only 6,469. Uh, Shiny was right there. It's because people can't spell it, I reckon. <sighs> Terrible. All right, the next one, Donnybrook. Oh, tarps off, boys. <laughs> Verbiage for a fight. <laughs> Donnybrook. It's also a place uh, in Ireland somewhere. What do we reckon? Versus Hakuna Matata's 6,469. It's going to be... I'm going lower. Only 39 times. That's not enough. That's still 
that's still 39 times that's been in a data breach, which is 39 too many. But yep, yep. All right, the next one, Codswallop. Oh, that was the that was the clock in Beauty and the Beast, right? No, I don't think so. Uh, I think it means what a load of codswallop. <laughs> I'm just waiting no. for people to yell at me now because I know I got it wrong. <laughs> All right, what do we reckon? Donnybrook was included in a data breach 39 times. Codswallop. Mm, lower. Only one. Ooh, Only once. Because people were using Codsworth instead. All right, the last one. The last one. Bibble. What is a bibble? I don't know. The, the things people have as their passwords. Bibble, um, babble. Bibble. So more than one, do we think? Yeah, go on then. It is more than one. Woo-hoo. 25 times that's been included in a data breach. All right. I like, so when we play this, when we don't have an amazing audience to play along, how is this going to work? Do we, are we going to just go until someone gets it wrong? Oh, once wrong and then out. Oh. Uh, and uh, I think we can have themes. You know, we can have all, uh, you know, all Disney or all Ooh, like uh, footballers or anything like that. The, the popular footballers are quite interesting. There's people in the office as well. Dwight Schrute. Uh, less popular than than Michael Scott. <laughs> <laughs> I'm definitely going to go Harry Potter theme. Yeah, that's a good one. Oh yeah, we could do a- Avengers. That would be good. This is a good new final segment. I and I I won't get angry at this. I agree. All right, that's the music playing us out. Oh. Does that mean it's over? That went quickly. I think so. That's pretty good. I wonder if we even have half an hour. But there we go. <laughs> All right. Thanks for everybody being involved there. Uh, we can we can go and chill out Thank for our evening. Guys. That was incredibly stressful, more so than I think I I fully realized. No, but I think I think it went well. Oh boy, we we shed over a hundred people from the from the call. I'll tell you that much. <laughs> we we lost quite a few listeners. Oh. <laughs> well, thanks to all those who stayed. Yes, indeed. Thank you much. This was fun. Okay. I think I'm just going to leave. Uh, is this it? Do we just? Can I just leave? No. <gasps> bye bye. <laughs> All right. We're going to say. Love you. Bye bye. Bye bye. <laughs>